This is a hose head production. Jeffrey Dahmer soaked in blood. The Unabomber blowing up. Waco, Texas, and Heaven's Gates. Alien modified men from apes. Hitler faked his death and then escaped. Mothman, son of Sam, talking to dogs again Witches, ghosts and goblins Mysterious noise and hot things Dark guards and the skull and bones Most celebrities are probably cloned So when you're feeling all alone Grab a beer and get stoned I welcome you to the podcast Strange Brew We're here to entertain you We're here to entertain you It's about to get strange Welcome everybody to the show. Welcome. I am welcome. Yeah, we, yeah, we don't do that as often as we should. We probably should. So welcome. Welcome everybody back to another Strange Brew podcast episode. We missed How's it you going, guys. Hoser? What's going on, everybody? And I am, uh, you know who I am, and if you don't, and you're a new listener, and you pick this episode specifically, they call me the Reptilian, or only myself calls me that, but I am Tomcat, a.k.a. Tom Thompson, and who else do I have joining me on this journey? The High Discordian Priestess, <laughs> Reverend Kaiju, looking particularly androgynistic and satanic for this particular episode, because... Strap in, kids. It's a weird one. This one's crazy, and I've had this. I've wanted to do this for a while. Um, I hate shitting on drinks. I'm not gonna shout it. I just like the name of this shit. It's called Bangarang, which is kind of fun. It reminds like me the of the thing they yelled in Hook. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like fuck, uh, Bangarang. What's that? Uh, what's the guy that they Rufio? Rufio. Rufio. I don't give a shit. I love that movie, but um, yeah, Tinkerbell too. is a fucking pedophile. Tinkerbell is a pedophile, <laughs> but you know who else is a pedophile? <laughs> Hook. That guy, the actor. No, 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 no. The line, the one line to an eight-year-old, I'm huge. Oh, weird. Mm-hmm. Uh. Well, because when he's talking, he's in the context, he's talking about Peter Pan when Peter Pan's like, yeah. I remember you being bigger to an eight-year-old, I'm huge. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, that's a little that didn't age well. I show you my hat that I'm wearing. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. All the cryptids. It's very cool. Anton's got like a, a, a kind of like, it's like a kind of like a cowboy hat, but it's kind of witchy though. Um, yeah, it's, it's not quite a fedora because it's not all incelly. It's a it's a wide brimmed uh, Stetson. Yeah, it has all cryptids, cryptids all around. Uh, mm-hmm. So funny. It's like uh, I I don't know why he always gets brought up on this. I don't know why, but just <laughs> how Mitch Mitch has steel. When I used to work with me, it's steel toe cowboy boots. Loved his cowboy boots. Said they were the most comfortable. Fuck you up. My grandfather used to have ones with like silver on the tip. Cause, cause, well, because we had we have to wear them with inside the shop and stuff like that. And it was just funny. I was like, I really, and we never put, went through with it, but I really wanted to get him a hard hat because we had overhead cranes at the last shop I was at of a cowboy hard hat. And you could get them <laughs> for like 60 bucks on Amazon. And I wish I did that, but I was like, Good for you. I was like, he's like, they're so comfortable. I was like, they don't look comfortable, man. He's like, they protect yeah. my shins. And I'm like, yeah, you got to protect your shins just in case. <laughs> so it protects the bottom part of yeah. your shins, maybe. So the, I got, this is kind of fun. I actually took, uh, I, I got this Dylan's 
So I don't want to shout liquor too much because eventually we'd like to get a sponsor. But like uh, rye whiskey, and I'm starting to understand what you mean. Like I love whiskey, but rye is just not. It doesn't it. taste right. It's just not it. I don't know. Agreed. Uh, we agree. Not not it. But I'm like getting really into scotch. I had some Devron scotch, and that shit was fucking good, man. I finished it last night when I was doing research and stuff like that. Devron. Uh, see, I also like. I like good scotch. Mm-hmm. I like scotch that I can dilute with a little bit of water or a little bit of ice. Tonic and it's, is good. Chelsea's yep. dad. I always drink scotch with him. Loves tonic. See, I don't like mix. tonic. No, like I club like soda. Club soda. Yeah, club soda. Yes. That's what he always does. Cause well, because club soda or tonic has like a fuckload of sodium in it and calories, which yeah, is and weird. The um, quinine or whatever. club soda doesn't. Quinine is, uh, yeah. it was used to treat malaria and shit, which I didn't know. Yeah. Crazy. No, before we start, I just want to show you this is pretty awesome. Uh, check this out. True Crime Junkie. Isn't that cool? It's, is that a mug or is that a beer? It's like a, look, it's like a cup. So <gasps> it's, it is fucking cool. Did Chelsea cool. get you that? No, my mom, and she wasn't going to get me anything for Christmas um, because, like, we're putting money towards the wedding and stuff like that. And um, so she brought a bunch of stuff, and she's the one that got me the uh, Egyptian Book of the Dead, which is going to be an episode, and the Tibetan Book of the Dead. And they're nice books. Like, if I keep these in good condition, they will look fucking dope. And, like, when they're all, like, rustic, essentially, and they get older. Um, But I was like, that's fucking awesome. I've been reading it. Uh, It's a little confusing. Yeah, it's it's admit, it, you got to understand the Egyptian Book of the Dead is a thing that was only existed in mystery schools. Yeah. So the the secret teachings, if you will, um, to to paraphrase Manly Peahole, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, no. So it was it was information that was passed down, and I think the problem is with the Egyptian Book of the Dead. A, it's translated from Egyptian, so there's mm-hmm. gonna be mistakes, and yeah. B, we're missing so much context. It is it is like I because I understand Egyptian. Um, culture to an extent but it is such a time period where and that we understand yeah it's we understand egyptian culture from westerners that live in the 21st century it is we don't understand it the way that day-to-day egyptian priests would understand and then i'm on the second part of the book of uh, the law of one which is supposed to be raw from egyptian times which who knows like it's an interesting book either way right and um but it is interesting because they bring up like the Ark of the Covenant and all these weird stuff of what it's really about. How it's interesting because they go back and talk about some why Which Egyptian. is weird because the Egyptian shouldn't know dick about the Ark. But of the he's Covenant. a spiritual being that is ascended essentially. Oh, Law of One. Okay, yeah. never mind. I thought you were talking about the Egyptian Book of the Dead. I was like, why the so fuck th- is that in there? This That's is going to be shit. interesting because we'll eventually get into stuff like that. I really want to. The Tibetan Book of the Dead is actually more interesting and more um, easy to understand. But there's stuff like this coming for the show. I we're never going to stop doing this for all the fans out there. Like Mm -hmm. I want to build this show up and I, you know, we all hope to have the dream. Yeah. We've been getting numbers. So like we're, we're all hoping to meet that dream, you know, of, of doing this full time. So let's get fucking right into it. This is a crazy case of the Corpsewood Manor. It sounds like a horror movie. Fair warning to our listeners upon doing research for this case, I started crying. Um, it's crazy. And I had a thought that I would really like to do. And I would love if you were, you know, if you were here, mm-hmm. I want to go there and like leave flowers or something. Yeah. Um, Georgia. How far is mm-hmm. that from where you are? Far. Yeah. <laughs> so Georgia, we, during the height or during the beginning of the pandemic, my brother was in Savannah, Georgia, and he was, uh, my father and I went to go pick him up and we drove straight there and straight back. And it was a two day trip, but my dad didn't sleep. I'm pretty sure there may have been some chemical assistance. To, mm. to get him there and he refused to, like I went down to drive with him um, and he refused to let me drive it was a whole big thing story for another time but um, Cor- Corpsewood Manor yes this is a this is a story about uh, satanic panic 
gay yeah. panic, and uh, just bad shit. Do you have a color picture of that? I sent you a color picture yeah. of that. The pink gargoyle. It's I love fucking that gargoyle. cool. And Dude, like these two yeah. seemed like some cool hip fucking dudes that I would have loved to have hung out with, and you know stuff. Yeah, and I and I agree. And like like I said, and we'll get a when we do our um, series on the 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 hell series, the fiery fires of mm-hmm. hell, or whatever we're gonna call it. But we have a big. Uh, thing that we'll probably do this year, I'm this halfway through that book. summer, um, is doing a whole series. Like it's going to be pretty in depth, uh, which what we do. But like, I do believe there's different sections of Satanism, as like Richard Ramirez no, would said, where there's but, the devious, defiant, fucking like like bringing up demons, and but supposedly we'll get into it. But um, well, these two were members, or well, at least one of them was a member, a paid member of the Levian Church yes, of Satan, which, which we all is, know to be the peaceful Satanists. Yes. They just want to have fun. They want to fuck. They want to have sex parties. Who gives a shit, right? Like, you shouldn't it's, really it's, care. It's atheism, yeah. but with pageantry and sex parties. 100%. And I'm all about all of that. And he so. only, and we'll get into it when we talk about the, what we're, we want to get into for that, that whole series, but... It was he was just going against everything, and that's why he called it the, the Satanism because he wanted to go against all the norms. Well, Levey's whole thing—he was a carnival barker, at least. I mean, as much as we can believe, because yeah. the man was a showman and he yes, loved to make up bullshit. Um, but like Levey, his origin story, if you will, yeah. he was a carnival barker and he was a uh, an organist, which is why there's actually like a whole album called Satan Speaks, which I, I should have bought when I had the chance. But that um, sick, where it's just Levey talking and playing. The organ, which is what yeah. he did. But he would, he would, you know, see all of the men in town go to the burlesque show on Saturday night. And then go to church fucking the rip next and drunk, day. And then go to church the next morning and yeah. play the whole pious game. And he's like, you fucking hypocrites. Mm-hmm. You're an animal. Just be an animal. Just enjoy the fruits of the world. You don't need to go repent to some fucking fake bastard to get this sense of community. It's true. And, and I, I respect as, Yeah. And as Chris Webby would say, everyone is a hypocrite. Love Chris Webb. Oh, great rapper. Everybody is guilty of hypocrisy. Yep. Yes, 100%. So, this is kind of crazy. So, uh, this guy is lover and all their possessions and 1,200 doses of LSD to go live into a part. Satanist sexed castle of Corpsewood Manor. Whoa, then, whoa, 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 whoa. We're leaving out two very important other things that he took with him from the college. What? Two human skulls. Yeah, which I think is kind of hardcore. And uh, I love it. Since I have a friend that actually has a human skull. You since the beginning of the show, you've heard me say that I would love one. Dude, I, so cool. I just like in a lot of writers and poets and stuff like that, considering I'm like I I am a rapper, so to speak. I accept mm-hmm. that I'll never be famous from my music, but I hope that I you change people's never. lives. Uh, with it and and they enjoy the music that I do put out there at the end of every show, which I never shout out, but like every episode, if you wait, most times there'll be a song, uh, one of my songs, I'm trying to produce more music, but like that I've all, the idea of having a human skull is just to ponder the existence of reality and life. Memento Mori. Yes. Remember too that you shall die. Mm-hmm. Memento mori, the thing that the Roman soldiers used to carry with them. And this uh, this story will end in a bloodbath. So Doctor Charles Spoilers. Scudder, <laughs> Scudder, right? Yes, Doctor Charles Scudder. Yep. And this sweet little baby. Do you think that's Beelzebub or that's uh, Aseroth? I think that's Beelzebub. That's fu- so cool <laughs> that he named I know. his dog. I, I that's what I'm saying. Like when I was researching this, I was like. I love these two guys. I wish that I could have known them and hung out with them and, because they seem yeah. genuine and kind and like they welcomed everyone. Yeah, into and if their people home. want to go hang out in their like fucking 
uh, some sort of like kind of like a mansion ish, but like a the manor. pink room, the manor. So yeah, yeah. And if they wanted to come hang out, they had uh, free wine supposedly, and they, they made their own wine. Yeah, so they anyone that wanted to come and visit them, they would give them wine, which I fucking mm-hmm. like that. Because like as I get older and stuff like that, and I don't drink as often, I'm enjoying the small little things of having a scotch or having a nice glass mm-hmm. of wine, or you're just kind of hanging out, drinking and, it for the taste and the yeah. little buzz, not yeah. trying to get fucking slobber knockered every time. No, yeah. no, no. Uh, so Dr. Charles uh, Scudder came from a wealthy family and worked as a profession, a professor of uh, pharmacology, which is uh, pretty interesting because considering what his links might be to the MK Ultra, MK Ultra, which yeah, is nuts. yeah, he was a prestigious professor who had access to government grade. Uh, was it G twenty five government grade fucking LSD? Yeah, which and the thing is, I've yet to try LSD, but this year is. We, me and Chelsea have plans, which even we've talked about maybe after our wedding of like, we want to get away, even if it's like just up North in Canada or something like that, yeah. like a cat, nice cabin. And I said, I was like, one of the days we should save to do like LSD together because we might want to go somewhere we could bring Charlie. And if I can be out in the wilderness and I understand, I, and all, all I've heard is mushrooms is like fucking being, you can't control it. Right. So LSD might, it, you have more of the flow. I feel like. You've done it while you worked at a restaurant, so. <laughs> so I was like, I feel like I I've done do it that. many times, okay? It's not just that one fucking time. That was like a half a dose. I've also taken way too large of a dose of LSD before, and it's a, it's a whole thing. But anyways, let's get into yeah, it. I, I love how my wrist rests against Elvira's boobs. I fucking love this thing, man. So by the time this episode airs, not to get too uh, yeah, distracted, because we, yeah. we are on a time crunch. Yeah, fuck um, But... Elvira did a collaboration with the Monster High Dolls, and they drop tomorrow at noon, and I'm going to, because it's two per customer, I'm going to wait in line to get them because I want one for me, and I'm going to resell the other one because it'll mark itself up from 65 bucks to 200 real fucking fast. That's fucking cool. So... So he's at a Chicago university, a good job by his own definition, described by those who knew him as brilliant, polished, and soft-spoken, but confident. Mm-hmm. Scudder eventually grew up fed up with the city life, and in 1976 left for the luxury, uh, the, the lu- left his, you know, the luxury of his Chicago mansion in, in pursuit of a, a simpler life. And as he put it, Scudder long, uh, longed for the escape from taxes, light bills, gas bills, water bills, heating bills, and the helplessness uh, of feel the helpless feeling that results from watching my old neighbor, uh, in his quotes, kind of degrade into in, like, his neighborhood degrade into an urban ghetto. Mm-hmm. Is how he put it. Um, so the 50-year-old chose an isolated spot in North Georgia uh, woods to begin his new life, which. Um, I dig it because, and you've heard me talk about this where as I'm getting older, I would rather go in. I even told Chelsea's dad this morning during a scotch. I was like, I want to go in the middle of nowhere and just live out my life and have my kids and teach them what I think they should know. It should be stated that this was 100% off the grid. There was no electricity. Mm -hmm. There was no running water. They dug a well for water. They wanted, that's like you were saying, yeah, we have he well. wanted to be free from bills, from taxes, yeah. from all that bullshit. I think, I don't think you get away from taxes. I think you're still paying property taxes, but yeah. I, that's the only thing you're paying and you're no longer paying income tax. Yeah. You're doing okay. I, and people won't agree with me, but I think taxation, taxation is theft, uh, either way. 
I, and that's I, a debate, we're not that's a debate for another this. show. We don't have time for that. No, right now, but, but I, 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 I agree to an extent. I yeah, agree that King's over taxation is, is theft. Um, so after leaving behind his mo, uh, like a worldly possessions, he uh, decamped for the south with his lover, Joe um, Odom. I guess mm-hmm. like, yeah. So it, it's also important to state that they uh, it is officially his housekeeper for the longest time, but everyone knew that they were lovers. Like, he got hired on as a housekeeper, and then... Sir, because, sir. Uh, Dr. As Scudder cre- was a widower as well. His, oh, yeah, he was uh, married, he was married with wife? And he had children that were adult children, mm. and his wife died. Yeah. And then he just was like, oh, okay. And, and at the time, too, this is the 70s, yeah. when, After they're, the when they're getting movement. together... Mm-hmm. And and I like I do think that lots of people have that where they're like, eh, maybe like I want a wife and kids, and then you're like, you know what? I like dick too. So then you or go, a lot of people are just like they went for the wife and kid thing because it was the thing to do. Yeah, and they were told, especially if you're born within you know the 1950s into that generation. It was like you have a wife and kids, you go to college, you get a good job, you fucking you know it's mm-hmm. it was a repetition. Everyone had to do 80s the same and 90s structure. too, man. Yeah, it wasn't. It, it, it's yeah, but anyways. So and it like so he he's like he's his housekeeper, right? So he's like, sir, sir, like as as you clean that table, can you uh, clean my asshole with your tongue, though? Mm. <laughs> Sorry, I just had, yes, the, I had, I had that joke. Uh, constructing a new <laughs> residence by hand in the depth of the forest, which I give him so much respect for doing that. Um, and Scudder said, within mm-hmm. two short years, they were living in an elegant, like elegant mini castle, which I think they is slept fucking awesome. They slept in their jeep. They slept in a little trailer while they built this by hand, mm-hmm. brick by brick. Um, so cool looking. And it's important, I don't know if you have this in your notes, but when they pulled up to the property, they got stuck in a snowstorm. So they had to sleep in their Jeep, and they didn't know how close they were to the property. Well, when the morning came and the snow cleared, they got out to explore the property before any of this was here, and there was a dead, rotting horse just in the middle of the road. And that's, that's why it's called Dead Horse Road. Or Rotting Horse Road, or, or what yeah. have you, leading up to the house. Um, yeah. And when they finally weird. completed the manor... They basically sat there and they were like, well, what the hell do we call this? And it was winter when they completed it. And they looked around and all the trees were bare yeah. and all the leaves were down. And they were like, hauntingly bare autumn trees. Corpse wood. Perfect. Yeah, yeah which is kind of cool. Um, and I like that because I like the dark aspects of life, right? I'm fascinated by it. And I, 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 I'm, not, I'm not afraid of death. I'm afraid no. of leaving the people behind that I love. Um, and that I yeah. care about, but I've I've looked death in the face once. Same. And it scared I've... the shit out of me, sure. Um, but the more mushrooms I do, the more I'm like, I accept if I go, but it, it's always harder for the people on the other side to accept it. Because I do believe yes. that you, you go into a different reality and you could even watch over these people, which would be sad. Like, they're the stories of people that have seen themselves at their own funeral. Stuff like mm-hmm. that is fucking crazy, which could be an episode down the road. Um, so to complete their country manor, the two added a three-story chicken house. The first floor was poultry and food storage, which is smart. Uh, mm-hmm. The second for canned goods. And mm-hmm. the couple's pornography collection. <laughs> which is How much porn do you have in the fucking 70s where you need like a room for it? I think it was, we were talking about the pink room, right? No. And even the thing I was listening to, too, the, on the second floor with the canned goods, 
I'm assuming they had like stash? just fucking stacks of magazines. And even back then, because porn was technically, because we talk about it, go back to our John Holmes episode that people loved because no, mm -hmm. no one covers this shit. And there's other stuff that I want to cover that I don't think anyone else will. Um, is that like the idea where porn was illegal because um, John Holmes was doing stuff within porn in the 60s and it wasn't, it was frowned upon. It wasn't really, you'd have to go to taboo theaters that would allow this stuff to happen. So I believe the term in the States, Miranda rights comes from a case where a woman had her home uh, explored yeah. by the police and the police found a chest full of pornography and the woman was arrested because it was in Ohio and Crazy. pornography was illegal at the time. And I believe it was ruled by the Supreme Court that that was an illegal search and seizure because they did not have a warrant to search for that. And it was not like like they didn't tell her any of the stuff. And I think that might be where the Miranda rights come from, but I'm probably wrong. Please, listeners, feel free to just... HP Shelfcraft on Instagram, just fucking yell at me. Yeah, yeah, you can yell at me. I'm sure that people are. I'm just looking through the photos right now, see if I can. Mm -hmm. oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, I'm going to pull up the chicken coop. Um, it's kind of cool, and like I give them props and stuff like that, and especially at this time era, to just go um, and want to live your life out with your like lover and, you know, and just have fun. And it's it, it's pretty big. And the fact that, did they, they, as far as I know, right, they built it from hand, like... They built it by hand. No, they they, they built the stones, they, they mortared it, they built the roof, they built all of it themselves. I give props uh, to them. That's fucking... And you know how he learned to do it? He was an autodidact. He just read books and did it. That's how he learned to dig the well, too. This You were talking about an academic here who yeah. only knew about, like, drugs. He was a professor of pharmacology. He was an expert in drugs, but he was also a fucking that. genius of sorts who could just read books and figure out how to do shit. I'm so excited to try acid in my life because I want to because before we have kids, um, which we're thinking about after we get married and stuff like that. So it's like I yeah, want to do, don't do what my dad did. And the last time he took acid was when I was a baby and he had a horrible trip because <laughs> he was watching me at the time. Oh, have you have you because um, uh, th this th this episode's thick, but it's not too thick. Um, you've seen uh, the the night uh, the night before, right, with Seth Rogen? No, you've never seen that movie. No. Oh, you should watch it. It's I fucking seen funny people either. Funny people is not that great. Uh, the night I before very mixed things is actually that. a decent movie for Christmas because Seth Rogen um, chews a bunch of mushrooms and he's mm -hmm. also drunk and he's about to have a kid and he's in the washroom and he's like, this is a message to future whatever his name is in the thing. And he was like, you're going to fuck up this baby's life. You're going to fuck it up. And he's like screaming into his phone about it, on mushrooms. And I was like, oh, I understand. Like, uh -huh. it, like at that thought process of like, oh, yeah. like where you get that realization of everything. Watch it. I I think you'll like it because um, even he's in the limo and he's like looking at and he's like, he's like, are you okay? And they're asking him. He's like, I'm fine. And his like face is all like, he's like grinding his teeth and shit like mm -hmm. that. It's, it's, it's We well, know how it is. Like, like, and we got to get back to this. Um, oh yeah. But you know how it is. You get that moment where you're in the middle of the trip and you're just like, like yeah. teeth gritted, like, and your face is doing all sorts of weird contorting shit, especially more on acid with anything where it's just like, you get those weird involuntary facial tics and someone's like, are you good? You're like. I'm fine. <laughs> I think How are coke, you? I think I've seen people have worse coke face. Oh um, yeah, of course. But well, see, coke this face you're grinding the fuck in your teeth. But anyways, this is the yeah. chicken coop, and it's crazy that the third. Um, so they have obviously their first floor is poultry food, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Can good second floor with the fucking collection of porno, mm -hmm. and then the third is their pink room, also known mm -hmm. as the pleasure chamber. Mm. They built a sex room before. Well, no, sex rooms were still a thing back in the '60s. 
Um, you got to remember too, this is pre-AIDS. So yeah. everybody fucking everybody at this point in time. Yeah, which it it is AIDS killed the sexual revolution. Yeah, because it's oh yeah. That is why I think it was engineered because too many people were just getting back to the old ways and being like, let's build communities. Yeah, and let's you know focus on it. And it's like everyone's cool with everyone's sexuality. Nobody really gives a shit. Most people are bisexual at that point in time. And then mm. AIDS hits and everybody's like, oh, it's a it's punishment from God. It's like no, the government probably fucked. You yeah, up. I've heard even the rappers have talked about that where they thought. Uh, they thought AIDS is only passed by gays until uh, it's called the gay cancer for yeah, the longest and, time, and that's why Reagan ignored it. The blood transfusion started happening mm -hmm. where people were getting AIDS. And the, the, another story for another episode. But there's a rapper named Moral Technique, and he met this lady, fell in love with her, went to jail, came back, she was dead, and she had AIDS from a blood transfusion, and she never told him. And she he always wondered why she wouldn't have sex with him. And it's a sad, very sad song. That's sad. It's like seven minutes. It's very sad, mm -hmm. but it's just this idea of like. You know, that and I do think AIDS is created by people like Anthony Fauci and stuff like that for a specific agenda, but that's another there, episode. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other episode, but his involvement with, with yeah. That's... And, that, and that's why we're going to get into stuff on the Patreon, because me and Anton both had the same conspiracy book, which we want to do episodes about. Uh, it's fucking awesome. It's such a dope book. Um, I try to pull it out. We both have, I think we have, we probably have close to the same copy. I think mine's a different color. Yeah, mine's green. This was my pocketbook for the longest so time. fun, man. It's called a right. Little Book of Conspiracies. So as it, as it turns out, right? Like, but, but, uh, Scudder's homosexuality was far from the only secret he'd been keeping. He was also an official member of the Church of Satan. Satan, Satan, Satan. As it turns out, there is much more to the soft spoken, secretly Satanist doctor than meets the eye. Um, I'm saying this dude was fucking awesome. He's kind and of G. I'm sad that I never I never got to meet somebody as cool as this fucking person. Cuz even at uh, that regard. Loala that the college he was at, is that what it's called? Mm -hmm. L O Y O L A. Loala? It's a weird Loyola? Loyola? It's some yeah. university in Illinois. Um, um just outside of Chicago, I believe. So Scudder's work was not the typical, like, obviously, ap academia. Um, for one, he performed government-funded experiments with mind-altering drugs like LSD, which we will get into when we talk about Edgewoods, which will probably mm -hmm. eventually lead us into MK Ultra. which, just like I'm, we're, I'm researching right now for our Jimmy Savile episode, and that shit's gonna be fucking long. Like, but all that shit is so post-MKUltra, because MKUltra took place in the 60s. Mm -hmm. So these are continued experiments yeah. post- I'm doing air quotes. I'm essentially listeners. seeing how if you could use LSD to manipulate somebody's mind and use it as a brainwashing technique or truth to serum an or extent, any number of serum, things. Yes, which even alcohol can be that if you could fucking get people in a position, mm -hmm. a comfortable position. Oh, people on booze will spill a lot of shit if they trust you to an extent. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Meanwhile, he did things like dye his hair purple, and he kept a pet a pet monkey. Which he was before all these the green, blue-haired cool. people. Nowadays, he was fucking running no, that. He shit. was an original. He mm -hmm. was he was a a mutant prototype, 100%. and that's one of the other things that makes this fucking story so sad. And when he left the college for Corpse of Manor, he took a few souvenirs with him, including two <laughs> human skulls and twelve hundred doses of LSD. That would last you like your whole life, wouldn't it not? Or if it's just you? you doing it, yeah. You're going to hit a point where you're like, I don't... Because every every old acid head that I've ever known, yeah. like ones that were heads back in the 90s or heads back in the 80s and shit, mm -hmm. all have the same story where they're like, yep, I hit a point where it was just like, the drug told me, I've shown you all that I have to show you. 
we're done. Yeah. And you're just, you you, you don't have the desire to do it anymore. You just stop. I, I agree because even with mushrooms, I've, if you've noticed, I've taken a break for a bit. Like I've microdosed once this week. I still microdose mm-hmm. to an extent, but uh, my higher doses, I told, I had a fucking big, powerful experience about all my dead relatives and shit like that. And, and I left, I'm, it's like, okay, let it be for now and then come back in a, mm-hmm. in a month. So next month I plan to do a really high dose again. And I essentially once a month or once every other, like two months is my plan of doing these high doses. That's it's fixed my fucking head, man. And yeah. I, that's why I'm excited for our mushroom episode that will be coming up soon. Hell so yeah. uh, now souvenirs in hand, Scudder was free to express his Satanism. With his uh, obviously his confidant, um, and in that corpse in the confines of Corpsewood Manor, the forest sanctuary was guarded by two mastiffs. Uh, bow mastiffs are big fucking dogs. Uh, My ma- father has an Italian mastiff. They're fucking big dogs. Like Named Duncan. Oh, that's fucking. Fu- oh yeah, I know. I've seen Duncan. You've seen Duncan. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. They're big dogs. Like coming from oh, like big boys. And I love Charlie, my little dog Charlie Manson, because he is a maniac. Uh, He's awesome, but me and Chelsea both agree we would never get a small dog again. They're crazy. I just thought about the ending of this story, too, and I'm like, I have makeup on. I can't tear up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know, I know. The, uh, so it is crazy. So he named the one dog Beelzebub and... Um, um, Aseroth. Aseroth. I know Aseroth. Which is... What is it based on? Uh, H.P. Lovecraft. Yes, it is. Which I, and, and I, I'm not in, in deep in Lovecraftian as you are, but I have that whole series of books and mm-hmm. I want to get through everything because I do, I know we've covered, like you've covered it with Moana and stuff like that back in the day, but I'd love to do a whole thing on, on Lovecraft with me and you one day. I want to do it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we I wanna, will. I want to do it again. And that's what I'm saying. And I have to read through all these books and stuff like that, even with my David Icke show. I have so many th- things I want to read. So we have all this stuff that is coming mm-hmm. down the chute, and every episode relates to another. It's the connecting dots, as David Icke would say. But local legends adds to uh, that the pair also summoned a real demon to assist the dogs in guarding the house. I heard that it was either they they called a demon, supposedly, and they would do rituals out in the forest um, to maybe create something, some sort of protector, uh, but it could have been a so dog. like a homunculus? Yeah, yeah, to to an extent, right? Or some sort of creature, um, or just some sort of demon. But I heard it could have been a dog. So seeing as how this is the year of uh, of our goddess and uh, the, the blessed year of Discord, mm-hmm. um, I will I will bring up uh, something that the, the wonderful Pope Bob spoke about, which is when you encounter a hell beast while doing certain rituals, uh, well, like, like for example, he was speaking of uh, a Crowleyan ritual that he performed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know how to make for all the listeners out there. Do you know how to like mentally survive an encounter with hell dogs? I don't know. What do you do? You feed them. What do you feed them? Anything. You just offer them food. Something that you think a dog a would like. A lot of this stuff, like you have to, um, kind of, uh, a lot like give them uh, offerings, so to speak. Yes. So that's that, that's uh, when when not to get sidebar or anything like that. But when I traveled, when I was hitchhiking, um, and I was way more into woo woo, um, yeah. I would ask when we would get to a crossroads, I'd be like, "Where am I going? Mm. Where are we going? I don't know where we're going. Show me a direction." And then oh, yeah, I would that. eventually get something like that. And what I would do is I would take either a cigarette and crush all the tobacco out of it mm-hmm. or i would take a, a a bracelet that i had i had made or whatever and i would leave it as an offering mm-hmm. and it kept us i believe personally it kept us safe because we had a lot of close calls 
Yeah. And don't worry, we have a little time for banter anyway. We're already like halfway through this. So like it it is it is crazy because it's fitting that Scudder and his lover, Scudder and his lover, also decorated Corpse of Manor with various like gothic paraphernalia, which I always joke with Chelsea. They're like, I, you, I, I, I gave her her mom said or something like that. And I was like, yeah, we're doing like a gothic wedding. And then she's like, no, you're not. And I was, and Chelsea's like, we're not doing that. And I was like, Aww. even, even, um, I would love to do it, but you know, you got to go by the woman's wishes. You got to let her, you got, you got to like compromise. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's a good start to your relationship if you guys can compromise. So oh, be like, I want a vest with skulls on it. Like, but make it, make it tasteful, make it like small. So like from a far <laughs> distance, her religious family yeah. or whatever, I don't know if her family's religious, but you got what I'm saying. No, uh, from a distance, religious. they're like, oh, wow, what a beautiful crushed re- red velvet vest. And then when they get up close, it's just baffling. We are the farthest like, thing from yeah! religious people. And I have respect for everyone, you know, as long as you're a good person mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But like, yeah, as long yeah. as your religion doesn't tell you to kill and, other people, yeah. I have no problem with it's, it. We always like joke when we see like stuff about like Jesus or whatever, because we're like, Chelsea really doesn't, she doesn't get it. She's like, do you think this guy's, one guy's going to save you and all? Like there's, yeah. it's, um, but like even, uh, I always joke that I would love to do like the Dumb and Dumber style, like bright suit. It, I would never actually do it, but it part the of me wants to. The orange and the fucking powder blue. Oh, it's fucking so funny, yeah. man. Because I, I, that's why kind of my personality, but at the same time, I like everything dark and black. Mm-hmm. So to do a whole black suit, like I'm going to go hit, fuck be a hitman is also kind of cool. Just wear the Tarantino suit with the pencil tie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking crazy. So, obviously, they have tons of gothic paraphernalia, including skulls, uh, which is very cool. And um, we're showing some images now of... It's, you know, and, and kind of like... Uh, it looks like they got a lot of vintage... Obviously, these... Oh, photos, ton of antiques. Yeah, so, antiques. like, you have a kerosene heater down in the bottom left there. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my God. Look at that bed. I know the gothic Tie me style to those bed. Posts. So crazy. So, oh wow, look at that statue in the background. Uh-huh. And the skull painting on the wall and yeah. the wood-burning stove next to it. Oh. So cool looking. Oh, like and it went, and this is obviously after the fact when they're taking like crime scene photos. Yeah. And I try well, to look up the crime scene photos and all and we'll get to it later, but they only I've have only one seen photo. the shoe and I don't yeah. care to, I don't I don't care. I don't want to see it. It's yeah. just We're my morbid curiosity isn't enough. I can imagine I'm I'm sure seeing the pictures will probably make it better yeah. than it actually is in my head, but I just... And images from inside Corpse of Manor, it definitely seems like uh, um, <laughs> like they were slightly messy, but you're drunk and on wine and on acid all the time. I'm sure things would get wild. You wouldn't really care where your clothes really went. That's the party room. I'm sure the interior was probably pretty fucking spot mm-hmm. on because, like... Scudder wasn't a homemaker. No. His partner was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He cleaned for him. Licked his butthole he cleaned, dry. He cooked. He took Sucked care of his everything. cock dry. Um, Fucking. <laughs> but, but the thing is, too, right, like, is um, I looked really deeply to see if I could find images. Like, tons mm-hmm. of, as many images as I could bring up, because I like doing that for the YouTube uh, watchers or whatever. Um mm-hmm. And it's not many. You can't really find that much. I have a feeling that the backwoods folk of Georgia, and I'm not saying to all of our listeners that are in Georgia, I've been to Georgia, you have a lovely state. Mm -hmm. But you know goddamn well that you have some backwoods-ass fucking hillbillies out there. Um, yeah. And if they're cool hillbillies, more power to you. I love But moonshine. if they murder people walking by, but if they're fucking religious, home. crazy, or deliverance style hillbillies, then, you know, maybe. Just wait till we get into the hillbillies, uh, the inbred hillbillies from Nova Scotia. That family, oh, dude. Man. That's crazy. That whole town. Oh, yeah, that's nuts. Just but, um, fucking wait. 
I think maybe it had to do with the superstitions of the place. Yeah. I think maybe they thought those images might be cursed or might summon something. Because there were a lot of towns. We'll get into it. Yeah, because they also have like, uh, they also had the pink gargoyle, which is fucking kind of cool. I wonder where they got that from. It's just a. You can get a stone gargoyle anywhere. You can get a marble gargoyle, and they. I'm sure they just painted it pink. That's supposed or, to be a reptilian thing. Or that gar. <laughs> ding ding. <laughs> Shocker. Yeah. Um, or that is just primer, and they were like, "This is perfect. We're not painting this." It's so cool. The entrance of it is fucking dope looking. Everything about this place <laughs> is like, is like it, my it. dream home. Except oh, I would man. like electricity and internet, please. No, it's true. It's funny because this is like. And that's why I was like, I think you'll love this episode because it is so I, 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 much for our listeners. Alley. I obviously you know by this point if you're our loyal listeners that Tom and I are constantly having uh, audio conversations on yeah. on Instagram back and forth. And uh, I think when I when I did the research into this one, I I called and yelled at him. I was like, I'm fucking mad at you. So it took we us didn't this long. This it took us this long <laughs> to do this, and I didn't it's even so know true. this existed. It's such like, a crazy case. That's why I, lo- I was like, oh fuck, I have this written out. Let's do this one because it is like so up our gay alley. acid head Satanist. I'm like, this is this is my episode. Yeah, what the is, hell? It is literally your episode. I should have had yeah. you do all the research for it. <laughs> um, it's so funny because I'm like, you know, I'm not gay, but I love Satanism. And Tom's and- not. Not gay, but twenty dollars is twenty dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, but like, I love the dark, the dark shit, right? And I'm one I've of the first things we bonded by, on was our yeah, love of Satanism. I love horror and dark, mm-hmm. this fucked up shit because it fascinates me. Like, if you see around my room and stuff like that, I have horror memorabilia everywhere. I have tons of it where I can't even put it out because I have so much of it. Um, we're ooky spooky people. That's, yeah, it's literally. It's just, I'm fascinated by death and everything that comes with it. Scudder himself thought of Corpus Manor as more of a, a mausoleum, a tomb, uh, requiring care and cleaning, endlessly costly repairs. And I don't know why I made him British, but um, that, that's what I f- picture he sounds like. Very eloquent, you know? <laughs> Scudder also fashioned a stained glass window adorned with a prophet known as Baphomet it as the figure of the church of satan yeah i wish i could have found this because i you don't have it no let me listen i do do you can you bring it up i can't bring it up i have to pull it up keep talking i'll I'll pull it up on on and we'll share us i'll share my screen okay i was gonna look uh quickly see if just just keep talking find it i don't oh is that what why is this picture image is showing up but that's not baphomet that's strange. I I don't know. I can't see. I literally just Googled Corpse of Man or Baphomet, and it's just showing. It's crazy. There's not really um, much. Oh, no, it's cool. I just fucking found. Check this out. Uh, better bring it up, everybody. For the YouTube listeners, obviously, you'll be able to see this. Um, this is cool. Check this out. See that? This is from the... Is your mic muted? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, I have it pulled up on mine. Yeah, I will pull it up one sec. Check this out. This is from the Adams Family. It says, Beware of yeah. the Thing. And that's what uh, he had at their front of other property. Was a sign oh, I love that. Beware of the Thing. That's fucking so, sick. So, did you know that in the Adams Family, oh, in the original I show? I saw that. Yeah, I didn't window. think it was real. Like, I thought it was just something like that was like. And it, no, it's weird. It's weird because. Um, it didn't show up on like a Baphomet, but I think when I look up Satanism, it came up. And it's a, it's a very cool um, stained glass window. Um, 
which is fucking cool. I think it's fucking awesome. Yeah, uh, what no, it looked like. It's it's fairly cool. So, and uh, you know, it, so while Scudder took Satanism seriously, it is important to understand what exactly the religion meant to him. It, if you, I say religion loosely because it's it's it is no, it's it's a tax exempt yeah. religion in the United States. It's a recognized religion. Um, I got into that argument with my high school principal oh, on six six oh six, and they yeah they um. They kind of had to back down, so I won. It's funny because um, no matter what it is, I think religion is a cult, even if it's Satanism. Uh, no, it is, but I, here's the thing. I have no problem with groovy cults. Yeah. If you're not the, I'm taking all of your money, if you're like a club cult, I'm yeah. on board. Oh, Do yeah, like um, like my homie, Koresh. <laughs> no, that was a child abusing gun. I hope that he didn't actually do that. And I hope cult. that they fucking were manipulate him. Because I was- also hope. I mean, I always hope that uh, rumors of child abuse are yeah. rumors because that's fucking horrible. And it's like the worst thing that can happen. Mm-hmm. So I hope it's rumor true. It's but crazy because Vinny passes a song rumor two, not true. Uh, about how. And no, no, nobody really knows what the song's about. I thought it was about Islam because Vinny Paz, one of my favorite rappers, is Islamic, but he's like a white Italian dude because actually there's a fair amount of people um, influenced by the Islamic religion that were Italian and Irish and stuff, actually, which people don't really know. Um, and and then he had a whole song where it's like, uh, you know, I trusted you, you know, you you seemed to know what you were doing. And the whole song's about that. And then he was like, I heard rumors about the kids. And it, and then people are starting to clue in because he's never said what it's about. And mm-hmm. people think it's a song about Koresh and how he believed kind of like his message and 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 what he was fighting for. And then <laughs> he, he mm, believed in Koresh's message of fucking a 78 year old woman. Yeah, crazy. Like his his <laughs> ideas of where he came from because he changed his name from David and all this stuff. We'll go mm-hmm. back to the episode. Listen to me and Billy discuss it. But there's layers to that shit, which I don't think anyone really knows. Do we ever get the real official story? No, like, is the or is the official story ever? Is the official story ever complete? No, I love and the answer is no. Stuff though, man. it is not. So Scudder, like other members of the Church of Satan, didn't worship Satan. And was obviously instead he was an atheist who chose to celebrate the you know the base of worldly pleasures and and he and other church members felt they were denied to humans by the Abrahamic religions, mm-hmm. which Satanists, is an extent. Levian Satanists are spooky hedonists. Mm. That's it. Yeah, and I I truly believe that. And the thing is, like I I believe in my own shit. I mean, I, you know me. I will never subscribe to any specific thing i know at the beginning of the show i was probably like oh yeah like it's if i was going to be anything i'd probably be a satanist just Mm -hmm. because of the because i read the church i read the satanic bible um well i have to brief again i think on that i'll have to read i'm gonna have to read my little handbook that i have again um for when we have to buy a new copy because i want the dope ass copy just for my book collection like i have the little little, like the little version of paperbacks Yeah, yeah but i want the like hard fucking cover like i love having books like that Keep in my yeah. collection because I want my kids to see him eventually. Be like, yeah, question things. Fucking shit's I've, weird. <laughs> I've always been the person that buys a copy, mm-hmm. has it for however long, rereads yeah. it, and what have you. And then I have the opportunity, and I know somebody that doesn't have a copy but is into it, and yeah. I gift it. I, I've uh, given out yeah. more copies of the Satanic Bible than I can even fucking. And my friend that has the human it, skull, I gave it. I gave him. It. Yeah. Get, oh, it's crazy because even the chicks from Bewitch Banter like joked about like how she loves like she's like my favorite religion is like the Satanic Bible though because they because people go into it and they're like uh like they don't really know about it at all and they no and Levay just spits truth in that like the, yeah. the the Satanic tenets especially like 
I, I found that a lot of like feminists and shit like really get into it because they're like, mm-hmm. this is like the first time that there's been a religion that's like, keep your fucking hands to yourself. Do not make unwanted advances yeah. against people. Like it's, it is a, it is a decent moral code. That's the thing is it's like the satanic Bible is more morally sound yeah. than fucking any Abrahamic faith. Yeah, it is kind of fucked because the religion is skewed. And my brother posted something about uh, how, um, you know, like it, it was a religious post of like kind of making fun of religion um, mm-hmm. and people that follow religious bullshit, essentially. And um, someone we know, one of our family members that's very Christian, uh connected to my Jamaican family was like, Oh yeah. Like fucking Christian people have helped everybody. Da da da. The world vision thing. And I was like, world vision is fucking corrupt as shit. And like, mm-hmm. there's so many corrupt things within religion. And then you follow this blindly with all your heart and it fails you. And how many religious organizations that help people mm-hmm. are the ones that have fucking a hundred bodies buried in the basement because true. they just throw them down the chutes or thousands of abuse cases brought against them or Horrible money laundering fucking scams. Yeah, we got a little time. I just want to say, me and Billy, I'm going to Billy's tomorrow for the Patreon episode. We're finally, finally, after fucking three years, going to do a uh, rant episode. And I mm-hmm. want to show him the videos of the Pope that they that just died and when mm-hmm. they carry his body. Because it looks hauntingly creepy. Like I that, haven't seen that, those. Oh, and that Pope was a monster oh, to begin yeah, with. He was oh. a fucking Nazi. Fuck yes. that guy. I know. I'm glad he's dead. Is that because that's Pope uh, Benedict? Benedict yes. Ratzinger. Oh, he's he looks like a Pope fucking, Ratzinger. He's one like he looks fucking satanic. Me and Bill were talking about when we our evil popes episode. But like, I want to show him the video of like he looks yeah. like he looks like a creepy corpse. Like, white, did you ever like, hear? God eyes. Ugh. Did you ever hear the Bill Maher joke that he made when the Pope was elected? Because the that Ratzinger was elected on like. April 21st. Yeah. What is the other thing that happened on 420 besides weed? Hitler birthday. Hitler's birthday. H- Hitler and birthday. he said, the, the Bill Maher joke where he's like, he's like, Hitler I'm not birthday. saying it's anything more than coincidence. But what I am saying is that when you elect a German Pope the day after Hitler's birthday, you've just given every conspiracy theorist in the world a raging hard on. Yeah. And uh, I'm not a huge fan of Bill Maher, but man... I like I'm also po- not a huge fan of Bill Maher because a lot of his thoughts are very regressive as far as I'm concerned. But, but he's getting there. He's getting better. He called mm, out Justin Trudeau see, and be like, he, he was like, now you sound like Hitler. <laughs> so I was like, all right, yeah. Not only that, he called, out, he called out radical Islam when everybody else wasn't doing it, when it was only hardcore right-wing people that were doing it. And he was like, um, we are Western liberals. These people oppose all of our values. Why are we supporting this? I'm not going to pretend to support yeah. the Middle East and, and the politics that go on there while at the same, like, I'm not going to say out of one side of my mouth, I, I support women's rights. I support gay rights. I support this. I support, you know, not totalitarian, totalitarianism. Yeah. And then on the other side of his mouth, you're like, but radical Islam's fine. One of the hardest things to say, totalitarianism, God Totalitarianism. I still have this, uh, the honey oil pen. You're an animal, I mine's gone. I still have it. So crazy. Um, and obviously he liked to celebrate these these pleasures, right? And they like to have yeah. fun with life. And I do believe that. It, whatever it might be. If you want to just do, if you want to fuck missionary that your whole life, whatever, I, I'm not going to hate on you for it. Um, so What is the point in being alive if you cannot taste the pleasures of the world? And that's what I think part of this reality is about. 
and we'll get into on other episodes stuff like that when I get into because I have very interesting ideas when it comes to reality because of all the books I've read and the things I've mm-hmm. looked into and the experiences I've had where I think it's just like we're here to experience this. I'm here to live. Mm-hmm. So I will live the way I think is is fit for me. And if I get it wrong, guess what? I can come back again according to the stuff I believe in. Right. So Scudder and Odom um, link to uh, actually like to invite invite guests for wild sex parties. And I got nothing wrong with this and swingers and stuff like that. I always joke with Chelsea. If we got bored in our forties, I'd be a swinger. Uh, if people want to indulge in the pleasures of the flesh, like fucking Hellraiser, might as well. Right. Uh, but in the pink rooms, they bring people in indeed painted the entire room pink. And Mm -hmm. this was the pleasure chamber filled with mattresses, candles, whips, chains, pornography, and even a log book listing guests, um, sexual predilections. So hot. Which uh, whatever they like. You know what's very funny? When I was emo, right? I always mm-hmm. heard that you couldn't when I was like twelve, thirteen, you couldn't you couldn't paint your room uh pure black. I thought it, it everyone said it was illegal for some fucking strange reason. That's stupid. It's not illegal. Somebody's parents told them that because yes. they were like So oh, the real reason you kids. don't paint a room black is because it I mean there's paint now that you can do it with, but yeah. it's Almost impossible to paint over. So I had we moved in this house and it was on. I've I've told you about this a little bit, but thirteen Bailey. So it was like a cursed place. I went through a lot of traumatic shit in this this home. Um, but it was old and weird and from the sixties and and uh, there was like a urinal in the basement and stuff like that. And it was a weird house. Like they had a mural of like um, like the mountains as you go down the stairs. And my, my room was like the old kind of wooden. Um, uh, panels, right? And mm-hmm. we painted it black and pink, hot pink, black and pink, black and pink. Because I was oh, super and stripes. Cool. Yeah, it's fucking it. like, and it was it. fun. <laughs> and I think that room was fucking haunted. Uh, but but while these acts were reported uh, reportedly consensual, the pink room parties are the reason that on the night of December twelfth, nineteen eighty two, corpse of Manor returned to a bloody murder scene with Scudder and Odom. Encouraging all the Corpse of Manor guests to indulge their every whim in a haze of sex and drugs, things were bound to eventually implode, which I, uh, like, you got to be careful. Um, I disagree. I don't think things are bound to eventually implode. If you're no. being irresponsible about it, sure. And and there's something to be said. I mean, there, I think the age of consent in Georgia is 14 for married, like, oh, heterosexuals. weird. Yeah, like there's Japan some states in the shit. U.S. that are like, get with the fucking times. <laughs> that's okay. fucking weird, dude. Because Japan, yeah. that's why uh, pedophiles go to Japan. Because it's 13 there, um, which is fucking they have, like, crazy sex rings. But um, that being said, I do believe that there were, uh, one of the people in this case was 17, which I think is perfectly legal, except in Georgia, it's not because Georgia had fucking anti-sodomy laws on the book, so nothing that they oh, <laughs> I think me and Billy talked about that. I feel like that came yeah, that up shits. at one point. Um, but, like, even, like... We and Chelsea have w- watched a couple of these like shows about like uh, swingers, um, mm-hmm. and there's one on Prime, I think it was, and it's fucking fascinating to watch these people interact and like their experiences where they go to one house and everyone mm-hmm. agrees, signs their thing, and it's just like, ha, huh, I love watching that stuff. We, I, I do research as she watched Nine Day Fiance, and I rip these people apart. I'm sorry, but a lot of them are very dumb. Have you ever seen that show? Because I would love to do a, a Patreon The Swingers show? No, that also Patreon. 90 Day Fiance? No, yeah, I don't 90 Day Fiance is fucking crazy. Because they put on an act, obviously. But the fact right. that these people engage in some of it, like that, like, 
You, you can see the signs. Did you see the signs? I see the signs, and I'm watching it. Do you see the signs? So, and this is because I do research. I'm like looking up Jimmy Savile. I'm sick of looking at pictures at him um, and researching all this stuff. And then I'm like, do you see this picture? Why is he always like this with his eyes wide? Anyways, yeah. into the mind of Tomcat as I'm researching. Well, my girl. The time's gonna come to do the episode. You're gonna be like, you know what, guys, we're not doing this. Yeah. Okay, I've, oh asshole. man, I have so much fucking shit uh, to cover on that. Um. So I figure I'd let on that one. I let you and Aaron just fucking go ham, and you, I'll be the I voice of the listener hear, and be yeah. like, "I don't know most of this shit." Yeah, and it's I want to hear you kind of just jump react. In. Yeah, yeah, I figured. Yeah, I figured that's what fun. the plan was: is that you two just so do fun. all the heavy lifting on the research. I'll get a so costume together shit. like we're all doing, and uh, yeah, I'm be... so excited. But cool. things are ultimately came far bloodier than anyone ever would imagine. Because obviously, you've talked about. I don't. I think it's slightly weird, but like people like blood play and stuff like that. Whatever, do each is their own. Um, yeah, I'm not going to yuck anybody's yum as long no, as it's consensual and you're not going to you know kill yourself. Like among do it. the locals that Scudder and Odom invited to their home for the parties and sexual adventures, uh, one of uh, uh, one of them was a 17 year old, which is, mm, eh, but it's the 70s. Kenneth Avery Brock and his roommate, 30 year old Samuel Tony. West. Information is scarce and reports vary, but at least uh, according to Amy Petlierers, uh, which I don't, uh, the Corpsewood Manor in, so obviously a book in North Georgia, uh, Brock had several homosexual encounters with Scudder at Corpsewood Manor, and eventually Brock brought West there for kind of the same thing, or at least dr- free drugs and booze. He's like, you know, I know you're not into this shit, but there's drugs and free sh- booze. You think he might have had a mild crush on West? Brock? Mm-hmm. Probably. And and that's why he brought him there. He's like, maybe if he gets loose enough, he'll be like oh, yeah. a little more open to the idea. But mm-hmm. mm, we'll yeah. find out that wasn't the case. Yeah, because I feel like that's what he, maybe his intentions were. Um, but according to, I think it was Wes. I don't want to fucking butcher this, but one of them killed their younger brothers. Like and stab. I see. I didn't hear any of that. I didn't. Chest. I didn't know. I only know about the two murders and then the one that happens later. Um, which when like when the kid was like young. Okay. Um, oh, fuck, man. Oh, we can cover that on a separate episode. Let's. Yeah, or yeah, because yeah, fuck, man. I I I definitely heard that on something I was listening to of okay. one of them kill like their brother was two and they were like eight or six or something like that and something Jesus happened accidentally Christ. shot him in the chest or something like that or stabbed I think it was a shot in the chest how do you accidentally shoot a child <sighs> um I don't know let me give okay, the fucking quick 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 time let me see um Corpsewood Manor I just want to see uh let's go Kenneth Avery Oh, I remember that thing that I was talking about earlier uh, with the thing. You know, the original Adams Family thing wasn't just a hand. It was the hairy thing. No, no, that's it. That's cousin it. Oh, yeah, that's true. Thing was a monster, but you only ever saw the hand. Oh, uh, yeah. What? No Mm -hmm. way. Mm hmm. Really? It wasn't until it wasn't until the uh, I believe the cartoon where thing was a hand. Yeah, where it's not. And then eventually. It's not coming up, but I've I heard that um, I th- it was either a, it was either Brock or um, yeah, fucking weird. Or well, if we West. come up with new information, we can just put it on Patreon and have yeah, uh, have yeah, a little extra I info. I heard that when I was listening to something, and I was like, whoa! So like that's the only thing that they um, can hold against him, so to speak, of like how he grew up. It was something traumatic happened like that? Um, however, Wes was not only strongly. 
uh, he was object to the idea of any kind of like he didn't like any kind of homosexual activity. So much so that later, while it was because Brock was the one that went there first, right? He was yeah. the one that was hanging out there. So I'm gonna bring up a picture Bro- of these two. Brock didn't seem to have a problem with it, but when Wes started like bullying Brock over it, is when Brock was like, "Oh, I was forced." Yeah, they forced me. And so here's the thing that a lot of people probably nowadays don't know. There is such a thing, um, at least it was on the books back in the day, like in the early 1900s, what was known as an honor killing. Mm -hmm. And it was, you could more or less get away with murder if you could prove that as a male, the person who you killed was gay and was trying to steal your honor. Are you fucking you could get a, you could legally use it as a Are defense for murder. I'm not fucking kidding you. So that's what the uh, the Jack Kerouac and William Burroughs uh, novel and the hippos were boiled in their tanks is about. It's about oh. a someone they someone they knew at college who was in a relationship with a professor, and then the relationship turned sour, and the kid tried fucking using that defense after he murdered him, but everybody was like, "No, you're openly gay." Like that's you just killed this person that we all love because oh you're because your relationship went sour because you're a fucking asshole that's and he tried doing crazy. that and Burroughs and Kerouac and Ginsburg all testified against him if memory serves that's crazy and like Tony West looks like a fucking douchebag kind of hippie big bearded um, Avery Brock. He has, Brock looks a little twinkish to me. He, just does, saying. he definitely does, and he looks like he has uh, no chin. It no, he like doesn't have a chin. No, no neck. Like his neck just disappears. But they both look mean. They both look very, very mean. Yeah, but I'm, I'm assuming those pictures were taken post murder. So was. I think it changes a person. I don't. I don't think that you're yeah. the same if you take a life. Yeah. So I guess fucking you know Wes was uh, Tony West was essentially like, uh, yeah, I'm not into any of this shit. But. You know, Brock convinced him that, you know, that they could maybe take advantage of Scudder. And again, whether Brock had actually been taken advantage of remains unclear. Like, I don't think he was. You, If you're taking it, if it's once, yeah, sure. And you never go back to that place. Yeah. You're not coming back multiple times if you've been taken advantage of. Yeah. And, and even if, you know, so to speak, maybe prostituting yourself or doing something that puts yourself in a dangerous situation, but then you come back because maybe I like... It, You're being gay for pay. Look at the fucking yeah. look at the two dudes that Tiger King had yeah. in his fucking little harem. They were gay for pay. So many porn stars are. We're like, yeah. I gotta start somewhere, and I guess that will be with my dick inside an asshole. Which is funny because I, mean, I don't think asshole. you make that jump. I don't think you start in gay porn and then go. Because males are porn. underpaid. Though. I think it's the well. I think it's it's the opposite. I think you start in straight porn, and then when nobody wants to see you fuck women anymore. Then you go gay for pay. That I would make think, more don't sense, know. though, kind of, because wouldn't you be paid more in that aspect? Because I don't think so. No, there's a lot of there's a lot of really weird shit that goes into the porn industry, like how um, I don't know if it's still the same, but for the longest time, uh, whenever a woman would sleep with uh, a person of color, it would immediately drop their value as a performer by about. Thirty percent. But people love that shit, though. There's so many people but that love they, like it wasn't. Porn it wasn't like, a love thing by the studios. It was. It was kind of like seen as you were over the hill in the industry. Oh because man, because you there was nothing left for you to. I do. I want to talk about the porn industry on an, an episode or Patreon s- stuff. Like, yeah, it's fascinating to me. I would love to fucking dive and like actually research it and be like, how bad is it? Because fucking Ron Jeremy. So there's. I mean, there's a ton of really bad shit in there, but there's also a, a lot of it is also just consensual. 
adult films. Yeah, I want now. I want to know now. some shit. I want to know the but. fucking past of this shit. I'm gonna that's coming either if it's Patreon, we make it pay for it, or it's I don't know if we could say so it some of the made. some of the earliest some of the earliest pornography films were made in post World War One Germany, and mm. some of the earliest snuff films were made in yeah. post World War One. There's Germany. a lot of shit. I, I'm fascinated by that. Now that's a topic I'm, we're gonna have to do eventually, and we might make you pay for it. So Brock and West decided to return to Corpus of Manor because they did go at least once and have like I. I it's not clear, at least from what we know, if they both participated. Because well, I'm sure if you're fucked West up and you're allegedly like, ah. didn't. Yeah. But they said that uh, Brock returned um, numerous times after uh, he had been, you know, West had, had given in to him about like, blah, 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 are you gay? Are you gay? No, I'm not gay. I just, they forced themselves on me. Kind of bullshit. Yeah. But, um... And I, I don't know if it's Definitely bullshit. I'm assuming like just from from the characters that these two shitheads are yeah. and the characters that we know Dr. Scudder to be, I think I think these are the assholes. But yeah, um, so he Brock returned several times to case the joint to try and uh, look for valuables because they but, think that they're rich because they're in this ma- mansion. Well, it's a manor, uh, but Brock never went inside the main house. They didn't let most people inside the main house. Mm-hmm. That was their home. Everyone else got to I, hang out and party in the chicken I like that idea. If I was going to do yeah. that s- sort of thing, it's just like, this is the room. You can't leave yep. it. You can go piss outside and smoke cigarettes or whatever. It's but a like, whole separate building. There's yeah. an outhouse out there. You have everything you possibly need. It's like, that's not for you. This is for you. This is where we entertain guests. It looks fucking kind of creepy, though. This is tall-ass fucking chicken coop-looking building. Be like, this is but, where we suck cock. That <laughs> adds to the aesthetic. The whole thing is spooky. That's their whole I fucking... Agree. That's their that's their brand. And if you're into it, you're into it. Fuck it. Whatever. Have fun with it, man. If you want to dress up like Morticia and stuff like that, down for it. Whatever. Do what you want. Um, Brock and West with two teenagers named Joey Wells and Teresa Hudgens um, I'll, I'll came along for the ride, headed to Corpse of Manor on December 12th, 1982 with guns in hand and tow, as this article says. However, things didn't start off violently. Initially, the four guests acted as if they were just there to hang out and accept Scudder's offer of homemade wine, uh, as well as a potential huffing mix of varnish, paint thinner, and other chemicals, which I heard was alcohol. The huffing mix they brought. That's fucking weird. The kids, the kids leading up to the murder, the kids were in the truck driving around. I can't remember what the fuck it was called. I I heard literally just looked it up. Stuff talking about Teresa and how she didn't really know what was going on and maybe Joey didn't either. They just Teresa was on a first date with Joey and they basically got invited to Joyride with Brock and West and they did that and Brock and West were huffing um, paint thinner alcohol. Yeah, but it it had a name. It was like Sia or like forget. No, no. The the combination Mm. that they were huffing had a name. It was glue, alcohol and a couple other things and I can't remember. It was like Sayonara. No, it wasn't. It wasn't amyl nitrates. Poppers were a different thing. It it had a goofy ass name that was like basically like, oh, say goodbye to your brain cells. Um, uh, it was like see you later or sayonara or something paint. like that. I heard that was shoe polish because I've tried no, it. Poppers, it gives poppers are something else entirely. That's a that's a different conversation. <laughs> um, anyways, it's a gay drug. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> yeah. Uh, they basically were huffing a bunch of this shit to gear themselves up and amp themselves up for the murder. What what, oh, what we man, know it's about crazy people that huff shit like man like ugh. And Teresa and Joey were not 
huffing things. Oh. It's important to note too, because Teresa is one of the first people to go to the police and be like, I was there. Yeah, I what know the what fuck? happened. Here's the details. And she was instrumental in these two shitheads, you know. It's crazy. And I, I was muddling around, muddling, muddling around with the idea of doing a strange, I told you and Aaron, I want to do a strange addictions episode. Like the people yeah. that like eat their fucking sofas and kiss their cars the and cushion. shit. Well, that's the one everyone remembers. Oh, yeah. Fucking man. Um, that I in, who knows if that'll come for a main show and then eventually we just kind of like leave it on the Patreon. But like I'm sure people would love to hear all four of us because that could be a th- Billy would love that. If you're at our yeah. sexual fetishes one, Billy is <laughs> doesn't doesn't understand why people like popping balloons and get hard. So it, it's fucking crazy. So at some point during this drug and alcohol fueled haze, Brock got down to business retrieving the rifle from the car and probably shooting Odom and the two dogs. But when they were doing this, supposedly it seemed all cool. And then um, Brock and Wes were kind of like, you could tell they're off and they were kind of it like, seemed like they were going to scheme something. You're like, and they made a joke about something like, Oh yeah, we're going to, uh, you know, we're going to rob you or some shit like that. And, mm-hmm. And Scudder was like putting like stuff in the fire and stuff like that to get everything hot. And he like leaned over and that's essentially when they like shot him and, and, um, no, you're getting it. You're getting it mixed up. Odom. Odom. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. uh, they tied up Scudder and uh basically like just had him they, they they cut some of the pink sheets and like fastened these cuffs and, and tied him up and gagged him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, then I believe he went to where Odom was and the, the dogs were sleeping by the wood burning fire. He shot them both. He shot Odom yeah, five I think times. Brock or West, one of them said something like, kind of like, oh, like, like he, like they thought it was not like real. Like um, when he ended up shooting the two dogs and Odom, he kind of like, one of them said something and he was like, yeah, what, like just like, cause he's probably on drugs and shit too. And like kind of just but saying we don't, whatever. And just like thinking that they were joking or it was like, maybe who knows? I think if Odom and Scudder were on drugs, it would have come out because it's not as like, there were a lot of people that did not want these Weston and, and fucking yeah. Brock prosecuted because they were like, they were demons and they killed demons. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. fucking kill yourself. Like, please. that's honestly, I, that it's is a horrible true. way to think. It about, is true because that's how it would have been back then. Of like, you it's got exactly rid of these was. two faggots. Get okay, I can see these it. two gay, yeah. openly gay devil worshippers that live in our woods, and it's like they're not devil worshippers. You fucking bastards. They're doing some sort of satanic rituals out there. I don't know. I told Jenny, my cousin, she's also my wife, that they were out there. So we kind of like we we think that maybe. They were worshiping Satan. <laughs> I can't even get my wife to look at my penis anymore. And these two gentlemen are out there just sucking cock like there was no tomorrow. I hate them. It's like, maybe go over for a party and get the poison out and maybe you'll be a little nicer. I know. Bitch. So they didn't realize that there was no riches in the house of any kind when they were like attempting to rob them. And yeah, the limited I think they did shoot amount of money that Scudder had yeah. from the inheritance from his dad was in the fucking bank. What's this painting about? Okay, so... We're skipping ahead. Obviously, we're, you know, time. But so Scudder woke up in the middle of the night mm-hmm. and had a nightmare about being murdered. And he believed that he was going like he painted this and he is gagged and he has five bullet holes in the head. He predicted this. And that is exactly how he died. Whoa, I didn't have that. You didn't that's have that? Yeah. That's the fucking freaky crazy. part. Is he because his last words were I asked for this. 
Wow. That's so to get to get right into it, they they brought him into the house crazy. and they kept bugging him about because like like obviously you know he his partner and the dogs are already dead. Yeah. And they they bring Scudder into the house. And they're basically like, where are the riches? And he's just like, I don't have any. I'm trying to tell this to you. And he goes over and they brought him over to Odom and he just made a whimper and just like looked down. And his last words were, I asked for this. Now, to me, I asked for this means I brought I brought us here, I, this danger. And this is because of me. Like we lived openly. We lived freely. And I knew that there were people that wouldn't be okay with this. And yet I did it anyways. And and the fact that he painted that and had a premonition. That's fucking weird. Because they talk about it. I where they do a bunch of shit about this and I didn't hear that. So a lot of people had speculated that that article is so fucking stupid. I That is clearly made by some podunk ass fucking newspaper. Death I, was yeah. the final visitor to the home of the devil worshippers. And this is the article when it came out in the fucking 70s. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, oh look, death and the devil. And there's just a happy man <laughs> holding his giant dog. Yeah. Smiling a genuine with, his, with smile. his little statue. What is this? A devil statue. That's the one that's by the best. Go back, go back to the bed. Oh, the the oh yeah, right there. It's right there. Yeah. Um, uh, like it is. I didn't know that, and part of me is like, that's crazy because that's he terrifying. Predicted yeah. his death. The he exact did. method. So it was speculated by a lot of people that they were like maybe five shots the, to, the, to the, the head. Yep. That's and yeah. gagged. Uh, but it also looks like his throat is cut, which I don't think happened. Still. Um. But so they they speculate. A lot of people speculated that. Maybe the the teenagers, uh, Brock and West, were simply trying to recreate that painting, but they hadn't seen it. That's they hadn't seen crazy. it until well after the murder. Crazy! That's so fucking nuts. I didn't know that, and that's fucking crazy because yeah. you can. And my Chelsea's mom always says uh, one quote I love is "What you fear, you bring dear." So stuff that you put out there to an extent, and say you say okay, you're someone who I don't know fears. COVID or some shit. So anything, mm-hmm. right? If you ever scared of anything and you constantly think about it and you end up manifesting. Well, that. if you're constantly thinking about it, yeah, you're yeah, going to more than likely fear, something. right? Like, and then you, yeah. and then that's why these COVIDians and the people that are, and I believe that it's like a cult that are like obsessed with this shit and like, I got to be in fear. And if you're not in fear, then I'm fucking in fear. It's just like so stupid. I'm proud of you. An hour <laughs> and 10 minutes. Yeah, I know. It's How eventually going to come because we better. live in this fucking world, right? I can't help but have the point of views that I've had for, my entire life about the government no, and brainwashed and conditioned people because they learn certain methods and things of doing things. Repetition in school was fucking bullshit. I never liked any authority. Like it's it's just embedded and, and embedded and embedded into me. And I like bread too. Um, but like it, it, I do believe that you can. It's just crazy. I didn't know that he fucking predicted his like death, so to speak, because mm-hmm. he did. He definitely did to an extent. He painted so- what was. Uh, more or less could have happened, did happen to him. It did, yes. So, so Brock and West fled. Yeah. Um, to the Mississippi. Uh, one of them went to Mississippi. And the they other one killed went. a man named Kirby Phelps. Do you know what title Kirby Phelps had? He was a Navy lieutenant. They oh, killed shit. him and stole his car. Yeah, and that's gone the thing wrong right on there. December 15th. The third murder is the thing that shows me these two were fucking evil. Mm hmm. 
Because if it was just an abuse and trauma surviving thing, I yeah. don't think they would have taken another innocent life over a car. Yeah, it was a robbery gone wrong. Or like, and then one of them shoots him, and then you have the whole like um, Stu and Billy, Lu Billy, Lu right, it's Billy Lewis, right? Billy um, and Stu, yeah, yeah, and the, their whole thing. It's like that. That always happens. And when we get into like the Hillside Strangler stuff like that, where it's like, who is the evilest one? Who is worse than the other one? Mm -hmm. To an extent, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. um, so crazy, such a crazy case, and uh, so well, there's so, more. Yeah, because they uh, West did the same to Chattanooga. We yes, to Chatt Chattanooga. So we didn't talk about the trial either at all. No, because eventually I want to. I want to yeah. wrap it up really quick with that, if yeah. you don't mind. Oh yeah, yeah. We're um, at the end. I've got nothing else but when they were found guilty. Um, okay, yeah. You want to take turned, us there? They both turned themselves in. Yes. As far as what I know, is they both like kind, I think, which is strange. Also, I think that had to do with the lieutenant. I think that's where the heat came from because yeah. I don't think that the the two dead gay Satanists is really yeah. going to draw a national manhunt for two people. No, and then uh, it might be guilty or it might be the the fact that you're, I don't know, you're in fear, I guess, of, of like getting caught. So you just end up being like, fuck, we fucked up. Like, and well, it's it important to say that these murders took place in 1982. This is the height of the AIDS crisis. Serial this is killers? the height of satanic panic. And, and serial killers. It and was when that killers. became like a fucking, not, I don't think yet of the term, but how often it was. No, no, the serial killer term was made in the, the 79? 70s, 70s, because 70s were the decade of serial killers. I thought it was 78 killers. or 79. I thought it was like Something close. like that, yeah. And and so this is like the, the height of all this like satanic panic. Um, serial killers everywhere. So many crazy ass people. And that's yeah. easy to label, obviously. Oh, the people like I remember were Satanists. They deserved it because of these people. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Right? And um, so they cut into themselves and eventually West was found guilty of two counts of murder and sentenced to death. While Brock pleaded guilty and received three consecutive life terms. So I'm always like, if they got life, they got life. Uh, with that came the strange end of the bloody story of Corpsewood Manor. So, so West did not die in the electric chair. They're both still alive. What? I thought West's, once... West's sentence was overturned and turned into life in prison. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I heard that. They are that both too. still alive. West is in a medical hospital, I believe. Why? Because uh, <laughs> I hope he's fucking dying. So crazy. It's he's always crazy. too fucking... And I'm anti-death penalty, as you I well know. know. But I don't really that know motherfucker, what on that, to be honest. I don't really... I don't know what... I'm I, against the state doing it, and yeah. I'm against... Like, you can't prove it 100%. Like, if you see somebody shoot another person and murder them, yeah. we're, we're in different territory. But I'm here. so against I don't mads in Canada, maids or whatever, like the, the, the assisted suicide. If you're on your deathbed and you know you're going to die, no matter what, there's like no chance. Um, I understand that, but it's being offered on a grand scale to people with mental health issues for people that could that there is people that have cancer and they tell them they're going to die. You are like 99.99% you're going to die. And then they survive and they beat it and they live till they're 100. That happens, not 100, but like 80 or 90. They live their lives out. Yeah, that is about one in, I would say, a thousand cases when that happens. You know what happens to the other 999 people? They have a slow, horrible, agonizing fucking death. Well, then, you, and I have okay, no... then if you're dying and they know for a fact, but there has been a lot of cancer patients, and I've read stories upon stories of people that are like, oh, you're going to die, and then you don't. Like doctors yeah, kept saying, oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure, because everything else is death for us, so... But that is that is... 
no exaggeration, like that is probably more than one in a thousand. That's probably one in 10,000 that have the miracle turnaround. And most of that, how many of that shit is caused by a misdiagnosis? I don't trust And the reason they're dying is because they've been bombarded with radiation (laughs) for something they don't even have. I agree. That is also very true. And I do think that you can fix and heal your body with your mind. I do believe that's possible. Talked about it before. Like my dad almost got killed by doctors recently. Because yeah. he, they, they found prostate cancer and they were like, okay, your options are surgery and radiation. And with surgery, your dick don't work no more. You can't get hard. Mm. It, so it's like if you're in a relationship and sex is a part of that relationship, yeah. good fucking luck. I know. And the other thing is radiation. And when he went and, and talked to the doctors, like he finally like my stepmom got him into like the best cancer place here. Yeah. And he spoke to another doctor and they're like, who the fuck told you to get radiation. They're like, we don't recommend radiation for anyone that has less than 20 years to live. That's see, because it's going to cook you. And that happens to like in dentistry where they're like, Oh, you have 70 cavities and you go to someone else. And they're like, you have like two. Like, and well, that's why getting a second opinion it's, but so getting a second opinion is a fucking luxury. That's the problem is that if you have the money to go get a second opinion, yeah, do it. I don't trust Most doctors. people don't. And if I get a disease, everybody on the show and like something happens to me, uh, you'll know that I probably didn't go to the doctors and it just killed me. <laughs> I'm terrified of hospitals. We're probably going to go the same way where it's like me the moment too. anyone's like, we're putting a catheter in you. I'm like, no, Chelsea, you're not. my mom, like, how long do I got? I They're like hospitals. <laughs> yeah. Same. So I love this episode though. this is actually really fun to dive into and there are certain episodes where I just like, you know, and I was to Anton before we did this, I was like, obviously without Anton, the show wouldn't have necessarily been kept alive to an extent uh, because Billy got busy with stuff and, and, and stuff happened and, and, you know, life in general. Um, so without you taking the reins when Billy got so busy working, we wouldn't really have this show as, as it is today. I'm not going to take any credit for that. I'm just happy to be here. Yeah, I think this is a lot of fun. Uh, this is a fucking awesome episode. Uh, so crazy, man. Such so crazy you've heard kid. the the myth of the corpse would ruin. There's, right? I've heard there's hauntings. Uh, paranormal investigators have went there. Uh, I heard. Like, I watched a couple of videos and I was like, "You hokey ass." I know because I was looking up stuff on YouTube and a lot of it was just like, um, "It's a corpse wood manor documentary," and it was just dudes walking through the the ruins and being like, "Yeah, weird, strange. I don't really see anything." This <laughs> is like, you "Yeah, hear anything?" So there's the thing where it's like, there's a rumor that if you show up. And you take a brick away, you'll be cursed forever. And it's like, I'm really hoping that that is mildly true because it's like, then it means that the guys were just like, you know what? No, this is our property and we're going to put hexes on shit. And if somebody, because like, there's a lot of like, have you ever been to like an actual occult store owned by practicing occultists and witches? No, I would love that though. We'll everything it, has protected. Toronto or something like that. Like, and you find everything. It randomly. Everything has protection hexes on it. If so you crazy. steal it, like that's literally what it just yeah. says. It's like shoplift all you want. Be well aware it it's not the only thing you're leaving with. Um, like it, it happy. Uh, you I don't know if the true fans would know of this episode, um, but we did cur- cursed objects, which has been gone, and I I, th- I think I might still be able to salvage the audio for the Patreon because uh, you lost tapes episode. Let's just there, redo it where people. Well, I want to redo it for the main show, but for the yeah. people that like obviously support the show and stuff like that, the best way to do it is buy merch and, and go to the Patreon um, because we are growing and and more and more people are going towards the Patreon for even a month or two and, and you know seeing if they you know they want to see the uncensored a fuckload more content up there right now too. Yeah, and obviously once we get a little bigger, we'll have you know, merch reward tiers and yes. shit like that's so like stickers, shirts, all that shit. That will definitely um, happen down the road. But like 
it is there is so much to talk about and, and put towards that, which I know we gotta wrap this up. Um but uh, I wanna I, go I wanna go and I wanna just bring flowers well, that's what I'm or saying. just a nice little offering or something. There's gonna like, be sh- there's gonna be stuff coming down the road where if we get bigger and there's an ability for and you know, I we're all getting our passwords figured out Anton's supposed to come to my mm-hmm. wedding, so it's actually Aaron, which will be fucking crazy. Um, oh, that's gonna be a wild, wild with weekend. Me, I hope Chelsea's you, ready Billy, for that. Like fucking it's gonna be so much fun. And so we will have in talks to do like ghost hunt stuff. And like when we have the ability to be able to do more of this stuff, I want nothing more, but to be able to, I would love, it's been so long since I've really, I feel like Aaron needs it too, where we, we get scared where we fuck around with some dark shit and have fun with it, but also protect ourselves. Um, because okay. there's a lot of, I do believe what I was going to say is like that, with the cursed app, I do believe we should dive back into a cursed objects. Even as me and Billy or something of like this, there's so many, like the, the Dibbit box and all these other mm-hmm. fucking strange things out there. I, here, I'm going to just say this first and foremost. Fuck I'm not yeah. doing anything with you boneheads until you all can demonstrate that you meditated at least a month prior every day. And you've learned how to properly conduct a banishing ritual. Then we can do stuff. Well, what I I feel like I was cursed for a little bit of my life, but like I think it's about intention. I fucked around with so much dark Ouija board shit. Used we it all, all did. the time and didn't but, protect myself. I just I just said air, fire, water, earth elements do the astral birth. I call upon whatever, uh, and I said, "Oh, you can't you can't enter my circle if you're bad." <laughs> and then I was like, "Goodbye." And there's times I just like fucking left it. I, I used to play that shit drunk. Which Patreon episode? I'll tell you my stories yeah. about being drunk playing with a Ouija board. So stupid. But all right, everybody, you know, man, fuck it. <laughs> I liked it. This was fucking fun. No, this was a blast. I, but, uh, you know where to find us, people? Like this in a while. Uh, remember, patreon.com, strangebrew. Yes. com, folks. You Always check out strangebrew. And fucking yeah, I was say, hear me fucking yell about the government, go follow my Instagram. And your TikToks, yeah, which one TikToks. of which is banned right now? Um, uh, my, my, the rap reptilian is, is fucked so at the moment. So close. I know it won't let me send, it won't let me send you messages on it. Of course it not doesn't. Yeah, I just I took got a screenshot. Off of I, was I check it and it's like account warning. If if some somehow during this one video being banned and then eventually it you got, it comes to the thing and then you get your your temporary your your temporary blocked and then it takes it off or whatever and you're kind of yeah. fine for a bit. But if somehow something else got banned on one of my th- hundreds of videos in that time span of when I was blocked and my account gets permanently deleted, which it it hasn't happened yet because it's changed now. Where I better back safe. your shit up, save your videos. Eh, some of them were some from fucking shit like three years ago to well, type two, three years ago, probably two years. Instagram has been on that oh, shit, too, where you people have been getting pulled down for shit that they posted six years ago. It's just like, oh, what? Uh, it's a fucking video about talking about Aleister Crowley or something. It's just like takes it down. <laughs> That's fucking stupid. So, there's so many. There's so many stupid ones. Well, we love you guys. I really do appreciate the fans, everyone that listens to this. Um, this show you are the heart and soul of the show without you guys. And. You know, all of this is about having fun and talking about fucking crazy stuff that exists in this reality. So love you guys. You know where to find us. We appreciate you. You know, I didn't cry. <laughs> I cried earlier. It was fine. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I like fully expected to fucking for no really reason. But like, yeah, you yeah. Any, you were you literally just, no, you, don't you were, <laughs> you're victims of satanic panic and gay panic. That's so just, true. Remember, everybody love everybody. Come on. Stay strange, fuckers. Yes. Watch the skies, I guess. Keep watching the skies! Watch your thighs. In Keep, a Keep washing your thighs, <laughs> you nasty ass. Right. Hey, buddy, I ask.
Fucking cat. <laughs> <laughs> 